makes sense on my end for sure yeah <laughs> welcome 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 to better win green hey to better win green hey to better win green hey welcome back to the better green podcast today we're winning you guys money and i have a question for you guys starting off so if Giannis is the him of men's basketball is caitlin clark the her of women's i think she's gotta be uh yeah, I mean, the only other player I know is Paige Beckers. I think she's been out all year for UConn. Could be wrong. Don't really know. But, yeah, this year for sure, it's got to be Caitlin Clark, I would think. Yeah, I don't really know any of the uh, WNBA players, but um, she's definitely the the GOAT of college basketball. Um, I just went over her, her game log, and she's scoring 40 points a game just every other game. It's absolutely insane. So, yeah, she is definitely in the college basketball world, the her Again, I don't even know who's in the WMEA. I haven't watched a game. Don't plan on watching a game, but she is definitely her in the college world for sure. That kind of gets me on the question. Is South Carolina the side in that game? Because a lot of people are probably going to be on Iowa with Caitlin Clark. I mean, the spread's 11 and a half. I, I don't know. I probably won't bet it, but. I we'll like, get into Man. that. Just wait, just wait for my third and final pick. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, perfect. Okay, let's get into the big three. Ethan, let's let you start, buddy. All right, so, man, I have, like, eight bets that I like um, available for tomorrow and this weekend. But I'm going to start with the NIT Tournament Championship here. Um, between two um, Conference USA teams, UAB and North Texas, which actually Conference USA has been just dominating uh, the tournaments, the postseason tournaments. Uh, Charlotte won the um, CBA. CBA. Uh, UAB in North Texas now playing for the NIT title and FAU, obviously, in the big tournament. Um, I haven't been playing a ton of the NIT, but I do like this matchup just because they are same conference. We do have a lot to go on here. Um, I'm looking at North Texas plus the two. I think UAB is getting the money right now. Um, I think a lot of that's based on Jelly Walker. He's kind of the, the known player between these two teams. Um and UAB did beat North Texas in the CUSA conference tournament. But other than that, North Texas beat them twice in the regular season. Uh, and I just think, you know, like I said, a lot of the money's coming in on UAB. I think a lot of people think UAB is the better team, can get it done. Uh, but I, th- I like North Texas as the underdog here. Again, with the, the two regular season wins, they did get caught um, in the tournament, but hard to beat a good team three times. Um, and now they're playing for the fourth time. So I think North Texas bounces back and ultimately wins the NIT. But I'll take the two points to be safe. Yeah, I was really hoping Wisconsin was going to win uh, yesterday to knock off the Conference USA talk. But unfortunately, they had the biggest uh, fumble I've ever seen in my life. But yeah, I, I mean, two very different teams there. North Texas is tough to watch, super slow paced, super low scoring. We know UAB is scoring 80 some points a game. So interesting matchup. Um, yeah, I didn't even see the NIT, but thank you for bringing that up. Um, so before our little chit-chat before the show, Ethan said he had an abundance of plays. Ben, you said you had quite a bit of plays. you like, I am in the complete opposite. I don't like any plays <laughs> when we're recording this on Wednesday. Don't like any plays on Wednesday. Thursday, don't like any plays. And then this weekend, I, I, I don't know. I just don't feel confident, but I'll get into it. Um, and I took all uh, college basketball um, final four, both men and women. So I'm going to start off with the fishiest game that I can't really decide. FAU San Diego State. 
Um, Ethan brought up a good point that uh, I don't know the exact number, but San Diego State's last like eight games have gone under. Um, it's currently sitting at 132. Um, I'm let's say I'm gonna I'm gonna take that one. I'm gonna take the under of FAU San Diego State under 132. Um, FAU, as I said before, kind of plays for their opponents. I'm hoping San Diego State controls the pace of that game. I was also tempted to take FAU team total under because um, San Diego State's last nine games, every single game their opponents have gone under the 66 points but i'll just go with the full game under the 132 i think that's a little safer um in case fau does win that game um like 70 to 60 or whatever but yeah i, I have no idea the side i'm just gonna roll with the under and ethan stat from the other day that san diego state is going under 12 straight 12 straight 13 straight i hope after saturday <laughs> Uh, I'm glad that we got to talk about Caitlin Clark a little bit in the beginning because I've been looking at Iowa and South Carolina and I've looked at the wins that they've had. I've been much more impressed with Iowa wins over South Carolina wins. Uh, South Carolina's not blowing teams out really like Iowa is. So I saw Iowa plus 11 and a half and plus I just get to ride the hype. I think it's just a fun bet taking Iowa plus 11 and a half. Maybe that answers my question right there. We'll see what Wyatt has, but uh, <laughs> that could be a head-to-head there. Um, okay, I'm going to look at the other Final Four game. Um, I do have an opinion in that FAU game, but I'll stick with Miami-UConn. I'm going to look at Miami plus the five-and-a-half here. just think it's too many points for this type of game. I think UConn might be coming in just a little bit, uh, maybe not overhyped, but just like they've been blowing teams out by 20 you know, they might be kind of thinking like, oh, this is easy. Just another team here who has a worse defense than the last two teams we just faced uh, should be able to still blow them out. Uh, Miami's just kind of been that dog this year. Nigel Pack and uh, Isaiah Wong are just, you know, can shoot the lights out. Just think it's ultimately too many points. Money's pouring in on UConn. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll gladly take the five and a half. It probably, uh, if the money keeps pouring in, this might get up to six, six and a half by tip off. I think Miami could win outright. So my two and final plays were both just named right there back to back. I had Uh Miami plus five and a half and then Iowa plus 11 and a half. So I'm going to roll a little (laughs) opposite here. I thought, well, it's good. We're on the same page, but I'm going to take the over in the Miami UConn game. Um, Again, I'm banking the FAU San Diego state to go under. Um, if the tournament has been really good at going 50 50s in each round and the point total. So I'm just going to take the over in Miami versus the Huskies. I think that's at 149 and a half. Um, so I'm going to rock with that over again. Miami's scoring like 87 points a game. UConn scoring 84 points a game. UConn does have the better defense. Um, but I do think it's going to be back and forth. I really like Miami, like I said. And like Ethan just said, I think they can also win outright, but I do think it's going to be pretty high scoring. So I'll take the over. Nice. I like it. Like it. All right, guys, we're taking a, a deep dive uh, down into the college lacrosse world. Oh, and yeah. we have Hampton ranked 74th in the country. And it sounds really good until you find out there's like 78 teams. <laughs> uh, Hampton is 2-7, and seven, and they are 18-point underdogs versus the 25th ranked Delaware at 6-3. and three. I've been looking at all the games. Um, they have lost exactly 18 for the push, but besides that, they've covered 18 every time, and I'm going to take them to continue to cover that number. That, uh, 
seems seems good. Seems like a lot of uh goals. Is that what they call it, lacrosse? King over here. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) undefeated. Undefeated still. Yep. All right. Well, I do have a quite a bit of hockey that I like for tomorrow. Uh, I do like the other Final Four game. I'm going to go baseball with the opening day uh, tomorrow. And I'm looking at, oh, man. First of all, I'm just going to say, I do think overs might have some value. All the totals seem pretty low to me, but they do have the bigger bases. Uh, they took out the shift for the shortstop, and uh, they have the pitch timer or whatever, the pitch count on the pitchers. So I think it, I mean, they did all that to favor the offense. So I feel like overs could be the play. I'm going to look at a juicy plus 135 money line, though. I'm going to take the White Sox to beat the Astros, um, the reigning world champion Astros. Just think it's a national championship hangover. I think the White Sox were pretty down last year. They're supposed to be they're supposed to be fighting for that uh, World Series title. Don't think they even made the postseason last year. Um, or if they did, they didn't make it far. So uh, I think the White Sox bounced back this year. I'm pretty high on them. I think the Astros could have a hangover, so at plus 135, uh, I like that to start out the year with the White Sox 1-0. I like it. I like it. Uh, I'm in desperation mode right now. Um, I'm going <laughs> to go to the NHL. Um, I'm actually going to do a two-team money line parlay. I'm going to parlay the Hurricanes who are playing the Red Wings. Uh, they're at Detroit. Detroit did just beat Pittsburgh 7-4. to um, but Detroit sucks. I don't think they've won two games in a row since uh, they decided to tank for the season. So I'm going to take the Hurricanes on the money line, and then I'm literally making this up on the spot. You know what? Let's get a little risky here. We're going to rock with the Kings versus the Oilers. We'll take Kings on the money line, Ooh. plus 135. The parlay comes out to be plus 245 on that. So we're taking the wow. Kings and the Hurricanes. Um, I really wanted to take the under in the Kings-Oilers game. Uh, but then like, I keep seeing the Oilers stats about every single game goes over. Um, but I still think the under has a lot of value. But I do think the Kings are going to take that one. They're two and zero on the on the season against the Oilers. So I'm going to take them, and then the Hurricanes just for a nice little boost there. So plus two forty five, a little juicy there. I like. Very nice, very nice, White. <clears throat> on the spot, um, looking <laughs> at that Delaware Hampton game, I can't get off of that. <laughs> the um, it's set at plus eighteen. They're eighteen point underdogs, but the over under set at twenty five and a half. So if they're expecting it to be around 18 goal difference, I'm I'm slamming that over. And I was looking at the um, Delaware goalie, and they're allowing quite a few goals too. So I've Hampton they lost 27 to nine. That was their worst loss of the season. So their goalie let up almost 30 goals. Um, they're gonna Delaware is gonna be scoring. And if Hampton can do just enough to cover and get that over, I I feel so good about it. <laughs> Makes sense on my end for sure. Yeah, <laughs> let me know how that goes. <laughs> it logically Is it televised? So sense. I don't think so. <laughs> Is it on Saturday? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I saw like a lot of their games are on Flow. I don't know if you guys know oh. Flow at all. They do a lot of the wrestling stuff, but what progressive lady? <laughs> yeah. yeah um also i liked um this isn't gonna be part of my big three but i was looking at the lightning 60 minute money line ethan what else were you looking at man yeah i liked um the under and the canes wings game um what else did i like 
I'm kind of on the fade train now. I was riding McDavid over on a shot uh, prop all year. I'm kind of on the fade train on him now. So I would look at under three and a half shots on goal for McDavid. Um, I also like the Rangers with Jacob DeGrom starting tomorrow to beat the Phillies. Again, I think the Phillies are going to be overhyped this year after making that World Series trip last season. Uh, kind of out of nowhere a little bit. So I like the Rangers with the best pitcher in baseball, minus 135. Um, I like FAU in the final four. Yeah, that's some of them. Awesome. Why did you have any that you wanted to give out? Oh, no, I don't like anything yet. (laughs) Uh, Well, I did have, uh, let me pull it up real quick. uh, Valero open for golf. I have one future on that that I do like. Um, Outright, I do like, um, where is he at? Uh, Nick Taylor, plus 5,500. So, outright on that one for the Valero open. You might be able to get a nice uh, top Canadian play with him. Yeah. Usually on like four of them. I'm usually on top of I was looking at him earlier. I just like how he's playing. I've seen four other guys on Twitter also take him for uh, have or sprinkled his outright. So I think there's some good value there. Obviously, I'm not going to say a plus 5,500 is <laughs> a good play, but that might be. I mean, literally, I can't find anything that looks appetizing right now. So <laughs> I'm, in a, I'm in a slump. I don't know what it is. I, nothing looks good. So, hmm. Well, maybe <laughs> the Lakers my come through tonight. Yeah, we do need the Lakers. That'll be amazing. Oh, wow. I would help the bankroll. Two more plays I do kind of like. I do like the over in uh, the Sox-Astros game as well. Set at seven. Also, Rockies-Padres set at seven and a half. I would love that one if it was in Colorado. It's in San Diego. But uh, a lot of pop in all those lineups. So, I don't know. Just seems low. What do I know? They probably finished 3-1 apiece. But <laughs> that's I know. opening I'm, day. I'm definitely just going to follow up. Some whatever I see on Twitter, just follow that for our first couple games. So see how the I mean, it's a completely new game right now. So it's interesting to see how that all works. Um, yeah, as you said, the shot clock, the the shift rule, um, everything is all weird. So I'm, I want to see how that works before I start making my own plays. So I'll probably just be tailing either yours or whoever else I see on Twitter. But um, I am interested to see how the shot clock works. That's going to be cool. Um, hopefully it, it helps the game out. Um, and hopefully it doesn't hurt it as much as people are saying it's going to. But um, I think that could really help the game, especially, you know, four or five hour game, break that down to two yeah. and a half, three hours. I think that's right. huge for the sport. Right. Mm. Well, you guys, have everything else to add before we head out of here? No, um, not really. Bummed basketball is coming to an end, but. I'll, I'll have one thing to add. I had an interesting story today, uh, door dashing. Um, so DoorDash, obviously you can pick up or- orders from restaurants, but you could also shop, which is kind of cool. Um, so this one guy had me go to target, just one item and you can't see the item until you get to target when you press this button on your phone and he just wanted a plunger. So I just had to go to target <laughs> and get him a plunger and deliver it to his house and leave it on his doorstep. So he was probably in desperate times <laughs> yeah. needing, <laughs> you might've been stuck on the toilet. Maybe his in-laws were coming over. I don't know, but. I feel like I saved that guy's day today. So that's my story. That is awesome. Thoughts and prayers I, to him. Thoughts yeah. and prayers. Yeah. I Think forget delivery. his name, but it was it was <laughs> that poor young man. <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> what great thinking on his part. Yeah. Yeah. And and even if it was an emergency, no one wants to go to the store and just get a plunger. 
Right. So he made he made me look like the idiot. And then of course there's a bunch of high school girls in line at the Target seeing me go to self checkout with just a plunger. But I'll take the blame from if I if I save this day. That's where you start talking to yourself and like, God damn it, I hate DoorDash sometimes. <laughs> I was trying to like obviously like look at my phone and try to figure it out. So maybe they were getting that, but right. Ugh, yeah. I had one shopping story. one shopping experience with DoorDash, but it was like uh Friday or Saturday morning. The guy was probably high out of his mind. It was just like a ton of breakfast food, like frozen waffles <laughs> and like <laughs> Uh, two things of honey buns and <laughs> just like he was getting ready to play video games and just chill all day long <laughs> i was bringing him his, his food for the weekend what a wonderful but, day yeah <laughs> doesn't sound bad well we need to send some of the business cards out to wyatt so he can tape them to the plungers when he delivers them. yeah <laughs> there you go all right, guys, that's going to do it for this episode of the Better and Green Podcast. Make sure you guys subscribe on YouTube, follow us on all socials. We post our plays every day on the Discord. Make sure you guys cash out from this video. We'll see you guys in the next one. Peace, guys. Thanks, guys.